Hello and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm so glad you're here with me today as this is a forum where I get to help dads become heroes by helping you decode your daughters. And a lot of dads tell me I am so lost when it comes to that whole thing and that whole relationship. And I'm saying, okay, Dr. Michelle is here to help you. So thank you for your time, for your attention, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Again, as always, picture yourself as dad standing side by side. So can you get that image in your mind? You're you're on the racetrack and you're getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm not running it for you, but I'm standing on the side cheering you on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. Take action to be the hero that you want to be and your daughter needs you to be. So on your mark is always the topic every week, the title, so you know where you're going and where we're going. Get set is filling that topic in so that it makes sense to you with stories and stats. And go is always an action step that I close with so that you can put your love this week into action. So on your mark today, the title of this conversation is Dad Boot Camp, Five Bold Ideas for Engaging Your Daughter's Heart. Dad Boot Camp, Five Bold Ideas for Engaging Your Daughter's Heart. Now for the get set, I'm going to fill that in. So as we prepare to dive into this topic today, I want to start by highlighting the term boot camp. You noticed I started with that, right? Well, I've always heard it called that. And I'll tell you in a minute about my dad being in the military and my mom. And so boot camp, because they were in the 50s, that was the term. But just this week, I was talking to my friend who's a retired army captain, Catherine Perez, who told me that boot camp is actually outdated. I was like, good to know. She said the current word is field training. And I thought, you know, that actually fits even more because today I'm going to be making parallels between fathering and the military. Oh, yes, I am. How's that for speaking Martian? And yet when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship, I really think that fits. It's, it's training that happens like on the field, doesn't it? Which is another way of saying learning on the job, right? That you are doing hard work whether you are in the military or whether you are putting your fathering heart into action this week. And they're both hard where you're learning on the field. You're being trained on the field. And so today I'm going to talk about how those concepts go together. Well, speaking of my lack of awareness, right, of military terms, didn't know field training was current, uh, you know, politically correct, is I want to tell you about my, my story in my own life. When I was 23 years old, I spent a summer in Europe on a singing drama team called Malachi with, it was then, it's now called Cadence International. And that summer, I remember that our very first place we went was Vicenza, Italy. So here I am talking with young guys who are dressed in army fatigues on this site. And I was so naive that I literally looked at one and I wasn't trying to be funny, but I just said, like, what do you do all day? Do you um, like uh, play army? Okay, seriously, I never lived that one down the whole rest of the summer. So clearly, I probably should not be talking about dad boot camp today, but I did my homework. I, I may not intuitively know what the military is about, but I have asked friends, and I'm going to bring that to you today, to try to help you have a fresh way to look at fathering through the lens of thinking of yourself as a military participant who is learning on the job. So another story that I want to tell you is that I asked my dad and my mom this week about their military experiences because my parents met in the 50s in the army. And my mom was like, oh, it's kind of a blur. But my dad, he was ready to, to give me some of his insights because he said 
you know, this was a significant time in his life. And I imagine for those of you listening who have been in the military, you would say the same thing. So my parents met at the Presidio in San Francisco. This would have been in the late 50s. And my dad told me that when he was starting boot camp, 1957, stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia, here's what he said the experience was like for him. Okay, so this is his quote. He said, you go from total civilian to total military in eight weeks, where they start by shaving off all your hair, taking your regular street clothes, and then they give you uniforms. They issue uniforms. And he said, and no one is in shape. He said, probably about 85% of of those of us who enlist aren't in good shape when we start. Now, I'm saying that because I'm going to come back to that. And then he said, I'll never forget the words of my first sergeant, which was, I own you. Whatever I tell you to do, you do. Okay. Boy, I'm like, why do people sign up for this? It sounds horrible. But he said, I am. I know what the hardest part was for me because I asked him that. What was the hardest part? Here's what my dad said. Boot camp. Here was the hardest part. He said the last week of the eight weeks is the infiltration course where you have to go through a minefield where machine gun gun bullets are passing over your head and mortars are being fired. You have to crawl through the mud, climb up walls, and you do that for about four hours without stopping. Again, this is love of country. When I say I don't know why someone would do it, love of country, right? Love of being a part of a cause. See the parallels to fathering. We love our daughters. My dad went on to say that while he was on this 25-mile four-sled march, right, we're four hours without stopping with full field packs on that weighed 70 pounds and a rifle that weighed eight pounds. And he said that week you also live in the field outside and it's a real test of endurance. No kidding. Oh my goodness. How hard does that sound? Again, you see the parallels to fathering, don't you? Like, whoa, I didn't know I was signing up for this. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. This is a test of endurance. So of course I had to ask my dad a final question is, did you ever think you couldn't do it? And my dad looked at me funny and said, no, I always knew I could do it. Like he didn't even hesitate. He seemed even shocked I would ask him that. And I said, really? Like, how did you know that you could just do it? Here's what he said. I just knew I could. And I'm saying, dads, it's that same resolve of digging deep as a dad to your daughters is believing that even at times where you wonder if you're going to be able to do it right, that you say, I know I can. I've got to do this. I've signed up. I've committed. I'm going to go the distance with my daughter. Here's what I have heard it said. I've noticed this and I've heard it said that men do best when they're challenged and not just challenged to do something possible, but something bigger and harder than they ever could imagine doing. So in other words, men want to see if they can make the impossible possible. Am I right? Dad's listening. Is that true that you are going to face challenges that are bigger and harder than you may think you have the capacity to handle and yet you want to prove that you can do it? So my dad's story reminds me of a documentary that I saw a few years ago, and it blew me away because I sat there going, boy, this is really an education in men, where men voluntarily, okay, get that point, they did this, they paid their own money on their own accord to attend a week of grueling military boot camp. Yes, they called it that on this documentary. And they paid large sums of money to be pushed past their limits. And here's the powerful part is they were asked a question at the end, why are you doing this? And every single one of them said, 
It was to simply prove that he could. Okay, I know that's a Martian thing, and I love that it is. Men are from Mars, right? That you are wired as men to do things that are hard to prove that you could. So look at the similarities. My dad said, I always knew I could do it. These men said, I pushed hard to prove that I could do it. You as a dad are obviously, depending on the age of where your daughter's at, sometimes in the thick of things going, I do not want to do this. But do you realize that being brave and being bold go hand in hand? Brave and bold go hand in hand. So these stories underscore the fact that if men are wired to face a challenge head on, just to prove that they have what it takes to succeed, particularly in the thick of things, what would it look like for you as a man to face the challenges of being a dialed-in dad to your daughter when it usually requires a skill set that is well beyond your innate gifting or strength? Obviously, that's where it takes focus and commitment to build emotional muscles that probably wouldn't be developed if you weren't a father to a daughter. Maybe it's the skills of patience, the skills of gentleness, the skills of tenderness, the skills of compassion. Those are just for starters, especially when everything in you says, it's much easier to talk to my son. We're on the same wavelength. Here, mom, you go in. Nope, dad, she needs you. And like my dad said, 85% of those who started boot camp weren't in good shape when they started in, right? But he said they could only go up from there. Same with you. Dad, are you willing to learn what you don't know to gain strength and momentum so that you can be the best dad you want to be and your daughter and son needs you to be? Because that's how you become a warrior dad. All of this lines up with powerful words spoken by one of the greatest military figures in history, General George S. Patton. He lived from 1885 to 1945. And I loved seeing something that he said to his troops. Listen to this. He said, accept the challenges so that you can feel the exhilaration of victory. Let me say that again. Accept the challenges so that you can feel the exhilaration of victory. Powerful, powerful story. So as I segue now into the second part of my title, right? I told you that it's called Dad Boot Camp, Five Bold Ideas for Engaging Your Daughter's Heart, is I want to share with you Five bold ways that you can bravely, strongly, courageously engage your daughter's heart to ensure your rank among other courageous, risk-taking, valiant dads who are stepping up to the plate, they're stepping forward, they're stepping in to say, I want my daughter to know that I love her, that I'm cheering her on, and I am going to give you dads five ways that you can do that. Now, I asked myself, what would be a way that dads could remember this? Because let's be honest, we live in an information-saturated culture, don't we? We get so much information on a not just a daily basis, it's an hourly basis, that we cannot remember all of it. So I'm always looking for ways to try to kind of hang a concept on a, on a topic maybe that we already know or a foundation that's been laid and build on that. So I want you right now, put your hand up in front of you. Like, look at, okay, how many fingers? You got five fingers. I am going to give you five ways, and I'm going to use all five of your fingers as my points to clarify this presentation today or this conversation. I I love that we're in this together. Dads, I want you to write me. Tell me things you want me to cover. Tell me things you've put into action. Write me at Dr. Michelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Let's keep this conversation going. So let's start with the first one, okay? Drum roll of the five 
bold ways to put your love for your daughter into action, engage her heart. So number one, thumb. So put your thumb up right now. I'm putting mine up right in front of me. Put your thumb up. Well, look at what you're doing right now. You can see that that's a thumbs up position, right? Now flip it the other way, thumbs down, thumbs up. So you can kind of see that in front of you. So today with the thumb, a bold way to engage your daughter's heart is to say, what is the ratio of my affirmations, right? My encouragements, thumbs up to the number of times I'm giving her a thumbs down, which represents criticism and disapproval, right? So as you think of the thumb, say, how often, you ask yourself, how often am I giving my daughter a thumbs up? Because according to relationship expert, Dr. John Gottman, he says a healthy relationship needs five deposits to every one withdrawal. Okay, so can you see the theme here? Five fingers, one withdrawal. So you've got five, one. So look at here, you've got five fingers, first one, thumb up. So five, one, maybe that'll bring that to mind as well. You're thinking, okay, if John Gottman, Dr. Gottman says, my daughter needs five deposits to every one withdrawal or the relationship account gets overdrawn. John Gottman calls that the love bank. So dad, build your daughter up five times more than you correct her. A lot of daughters say, I know everything I've done wrong. My dad clearly lets me know that. But I can hardly count on one hand the number of things he's told me that he's really proud of. And I have dad after dad tell me, I think things, but I don't, I don't always think to tell her. I'm like, dad, she needs your words. She needs your heart behind her words. So there is a practical way, dads, that you can say, okay, thumbs up to thumbs down. What is the ratio of positivity that I'm giving to my daughter so that she can know how proud I am of her? I want to tell you a quick story, which is that one of the ABBA Project dads, Dave, that I've had, said it this way as he was looking back over his own growth in nine months. And what he said is, I'm now keeping my anger in check and I've stopped noting the negative. Oh, I love that. Dad said, I, I am now realizing that I've got to give her more thumbs up so that I keep my negative comments sometimes to myself and am more strategic in the ones that I choose to tell her. Because if there's a lot of them going forward and it's five negatives to one positive, it's going to overdraw the relationship account. Isn't that a good, good way to put it? So dads, with the thumbs up, ask yourself, how often do I communicate my disapproval with a thumbs down in contrast to giving her a thumbs up to celebrate her successes and affirm her value to me? Number two, Okay, put your, put your pointer finger up. That's this one. It's the pointer finger. And I'm saying, Dad, this is a reminder to point her in the right direction. Because what, what dad wants his baby girl, you know, doing the right thing and making the right choices and the good decisions, every dad wants that. So then I come back here to say, Dad, the key is to note that one of the most effective ways you can point her in the right direction is by the choices that you make even behind closed doors. Again, as a counselor and a mentor and a leader of of young girls, teenagers, and 20-somethings for the past 35 plus years, so many of them say, my dad doesn't walk his talk. He tells me what he wants me to do. And then where they blow a gasket is going, well, dad, you don't do it, right? So pointer fingers point the way, point her in the direction you want her to go by how you live your life. Right. Easier said than done. It reminds me of what Jesus said in Luke 8, 17. For all that is secret will eventually be brought out into the open. So dad, the things that you do in secret, 
the way that you live your life behind closed doors has everything to do, I believe, even in the spiritual realm, like in the atmosphere of your daughter living her life the same way. So listen to the rest of that verse. For all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open, and everything that is concealed will be brought to light and made known to all. And I, I think it's easy sometimes as, as adults to think, oh, that decision doesn't really matter and no one sees it. I believe it makes a difference, Dad. So point the way that you want your daughter to go by living it out yourself. Okay, number three. Now we're to the middle finger. Okay, I'm not going to ask you to, to, to separate out that finger from the rest, which makes my point. Need I say more? The middle finger is the middle finger. Okay, I am talking practically here today, dads, and saying that is, is a, a reminder that cursing at her, speaking words that tear her down and criticize the core of who she is, obviously without you know being a rocket scientist here, we all know that's damaging. And most dads say, I don't like it when, I, when I'm pushed to that limit. She pushed me to that limit. I'm a no, 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 no. I've talked on another show about go take a timeout that's commensurate with your age. Take 53 minutes if you're 53 years old. But dads, let that middle finger be a reminder. How am I doing with, with you know, the way I'm investing in her through what I'm saying to her? But, but I'm going to actually not have you remember that. Am I cursing at her? Because I want you to think of the middle finger as... Are you standing tall? It's the tallest, right, of all your fingers. So it'll be a reminder not to give your daughter the finger, but instead, because I want to be positive, is to stand tall with personal integrity. So that goes with that pointer finger by modeling the very attributes you want her to embody herself. Here's how one of, um, one of the guys I know named Pete said it. I'm now intentionally pursuing my daughter's heart, not just her head with notes, with breakfast dates, and talking about love languages. Can you see how the dad is leading? He's standing tall, leading her. Here's another ABBA Project dad named Ken who said it this way. It's been a tough year with my 15-year-old. Then earlier last week, she was angry with me and wouldn't talk to me for two days. But now listen to this. He said, I can tell I'm responding differently than I used to. See, dad stood up, stood tall, modeled with integrity what he wanted in his daughter. And he said, we've had a breakthrough this weekend because of it. She came up and hugged me and said, I like hugs. Since then, this is awesome, he said, she keeps hugging me. And I tell her I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. Wow, responding differently than he used to, leading with integrity, standing tall. Okay, so let's review. Thumb, Thumbs up, what's the ratio? Give her more thumbs up, five to one, to the thumbs down. Number two, are you pointing the way that you want her to go? Number three, are you standing tall with integrity instead of giving her the finger? Right? So dad, ask yourself on that third one, am I leading with anger or am I treating her in a way that leads her to stand tall with confidence? Got it? Okay. Next one, ring finger. Okay, that one's an easy one. That finger, as we know, is typically reserved Four girls, four guys, right, that that says, I'm married, I'm chosen, I'm engaged. This or some girls do promise rings, right? But that ring tends to say to the world, I am forever loved. Really big deal, especially for us as girls. I am forever loved, and I want the world to know that. So listen how a couple of ABBA Project dads said they're learning to engage their daughter's heart in a way where they're mindful of her need to hear that she's loved, 
that she's chosen, that she's special. Here's what Mike said. I'm now expressing more to her the interest I have in her, in getting to know her. I've always felt these things, but I didn't express it to her in the past. And now the drum roll, he said, she's responding back to me. Woohoo! I'm telling you, I told you guys I'm a coach on the sidelines cheering you on. I want to also be a five to one ratio kind of encourager where I'm saying, dads, look at what you're doing right. So dads, write and tell me that. Wow, I am now beginning to say the things that I think about her that are positive that I didn't before think needed to be said. I just thought she knew. Nope, she needs to hear it. That's that ring finger, a reminder. I want to let her know she's forever loved. Here's how Ron said it. I'm checking in with my daughter more now, engaging her more, and going out of my way to compliment her and tell her that she's beautiful. I notice that she self-deprecates a lot, and I'm speaking to that now. Now listen to this. He said, I've noticed that the small things I do and say make a big difference. I'm like, yep, they do. Here's another dad. And you, I, I say these stories, I share them with you, because you will be able to relate to one of these dads. I just know it. So here's what Dave said. My daughter is 14, and she's going through changes. But I'm learning to embrace her with hugs. And many dads say, even when she's like, "Ew, dad, that's gross. But they're like, nope, come here. Just make it short. Because he said, Michelle, you've taught us how important that is, that she's loving it. And he said, now we're a lot more cozy. Isn't that awesome? He said, I hadn't even realized that I'd been holding back the older she was getting. And I was kind of doing that side hug thing. But I'm realizing that I'm the one who's been shying away. But now I'm really doing good with her. And she's responding back positively. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Here's how Dad Keith said it. I've learned to intentionally pour out my love for her, to be creative in showing her and modeling my love to her so that she knows what she should want and expect from a guy. Yep, ring finger. So Dad, ask yourself, have I today shown love to my daughter through my words, my attitudes, and actions? Because here's Dad, what I want to add. If you don't show your love, she won't know your love. Got it? Say it with me. If I don't show my love, she won't know my love. Okay? Last one, baby finger. The most fragile of all the fingers, right? That's the the weakest, which is a reminder, Dad, that your daughter has a vulnerable heart that is most beautiful when it's open. That's when she feels safe to say things, to respond while she's learning, not always getting it right. And that is going to happen, Dad. Her heart will stay open when she's treated with tender, loving care, that TLC thing. Now, I could see that some women listening right now might put their hands on their hips. I'm not weaker. What do you mean? I'm not fragile. You guys, I'm, I'm talking about our emotional hearts. Okay, be honest. Sometimes when I hear men talk to men, it's back to that military thing, boot camp. You know, get your face down on the ground and then pull it. I go, Ugh, I don't do well when I'm talked to and shouted at like that. Maybe a guy likes that. So women, let's be honest. We open our hearts when we're not yelled at and shouted at, but when we're treated with TLC. So I'm talking about tender, loving care and kindness. I truly am. And I figure God has made us that way for a reason, probably so that we all can grow. Sometimes I've got to toughen up and, you know, toughen up and take the hard knocks of being confronted. But, But really, I think men need to soften their hearts a lot. Here's how Abba Project Dad, Doug, said that he grew in responding to his daughter's tender wiring. He said, I'm seeing the benefit of snuggling. Sometimes she just needs to hear me, but know that I'm there and that I just want to be near her. 
She just wants to be valued. I love that. Can you hear the tender responses of these warrior dads who have been in boot camp with me for nine months in the ABBA project, but even those that you are listening remotely, you can be in boot camp with me too through listening to these and putting into action the way that you love your daughters. So dad, on that last one, baby finger, ask yourself, have I responded to her with gentleness and kindness, respect and love today? Because the truth is that a woman with an open heart will not only change the world, but will engage the world in like kind to the way her heart has been engaged. And dad, you have a key role in facilitating that process. So there it is, Boot Camp 101, a template for the dialed-in dad. And I know it's a tough job, a rough job, and the hardest job you'll ever love. And it's your lifelong, consistent, loving investment in your daughter that I believe is worthy of the highest honor that can be awarded for personal acts of valor above and beyond the call of duty which is called the Medal of Honor. And every dad in America who goes the distance to engage and keep engaging his daughter's heart is a hero in my book. So dad, let today be the day that you push past your limits to boldly engage your daughter's heart. Why? Just to prove that you can. So dad, for your go step today, between today and next Monday, I encourage you to choose one of these five things and make it your goal. Thumbs up. Do I need to work on giving more encouragement and affirmation? Number two, Do I need to work on pointing her in the direction by living it out first before her? Three, am I encouraging her to stand tall with integrity and building her confidence by modeling it and encouraging her by building into her life? Number four, my ring finger, am I treating her with TLC that allow her, that allows her to keep her heart open by the way I speak to her? And number five, am I giving her TLC Also, in the way that I honor her fragility that is beautiful, that allows her heart to stay open. So as always, dads, write to me. Let me know how I can better attempt to meet your needs and to address this topic. Go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where you can find more resources. Sign up for my Dad Daughter Friday blogs. You can always subscribe to the Dad Whisperer podcast on iTunes. And dad, get out there today. Put your heart of love into action and know that I'm cheering you on from the sidelines. Go dad.